Bishop Matthew Adiaminta is an apostle of great faith. God has used him to raise nine people from the dead and perform several miracles, including incredible healings of cancer, HIV AIDS, kidney failures, and many more. He is a healing evangelist, church planter, great teacher, and a mighty prophet who speaks to the nations. He is also an author of many books. In Faith to Faith Hour, he reveals divine secrets and truth. Stay tuned and be blessed. You can be changed in the atmosphere of faith. Miracles take place. Amen. Father, we want to thank you and bless your holy name. We'll give you a tongue for whom you are. In the name of Jesus, we bless you, O God Almighty. May your spirit lead us. Give us understanding in your word. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Now, today's topic is tithe and offerings are currency for spiritual transactions. In the kingdom of God, it takes tithes and offering to transact spiritual transactions. Spiritual transactions. It takes tithe and offering. Amen. Turn with me to Judges 13, 19 to 20. So Manuel took a kid with a meat offering and offered it upon a rock unto the Lord. And the angel did wondrously. And Manuel and his wife looked on. For it came to pass when the flame went up towards heaven from the altar that the angel of the Lord ascended in the flame of the altar and Manuel and his wife looked on it and fell on their faces to the ground. Amen. Offerings and tithes whether they are money or material substance, are regarded as holy and mystical blessings. They are meant for holy and mystical blessings. When I say mystical, that means things that God in a mysterious way performed, you know, strange things. This is a story about a man called Manuel. He needed a child. And one day the wife went to farm and met an angel of the Lord. And the angel spoke a word to the wife and said, you're going to have a child. But that child 
no razor should come to the head. And that child, God is going to use him to deliver Israel from the Philistines. Amen. So when the woman came back, he reported to the husband that, honey, this is what I've seen. I met a man. And that man is an angel of the Lord. And these were the words he spoke to me. Amen. So, you know, men are always critical thinkers. The man wanted to be sure whether what the wife said is true. So the man honestly yearned to see, yearned to see the day he will meet that man. Whether truly the man is an angel or what. Amen. And so he went one day. It happened that the angel appeared again. Amen. Verse 6. Let's go to Judges chapter 13. Verse 6. So the woman came and told her husband, saying, A man of God came to me, and his countenance was like the countenance of the angel of God. Very awesome. But I did not ask him where he was from. And he did not tell me his name. And he said to me, Behold, you shall conceive and bear a son. Now drink no wine or similar drink, nor eat anything unclean. For the child shall be a Nazarite to God from the womb. To the day of his death. Then Manoah prayed to the Lord and said, Oh my Lord, please let the man of God whom you sent come to us again and teach us what we shall do for the child who will be born. So the man believed, had faith, but really um, what the wife told him he wanted clarifications so that he would know how to treat the child. Amen. We're talking about spiritual transaction with the offering. Your offering is not just a donation. Turn to somebody and say, your offering is not donation. You see, when you, you think that your offering is a donation, then when you are giving it, sometimes it is difficult. Your offering is a spiritual transaction. It's a means to transact business with God. Offerings are for spiritual transactions. As a matter of fact, if you, those of you before you became born again, 
when you visit uh, some of these shrines, you know, they will tell you, okay, do this. Um, I bring a chicken. This, and, and they will perform certain things. It's for spiritual transaction. The devil has really stolen something from God. You know, he's just uh, trying to copy and use that to deceive people. But your tithe is for spiritual transactions. Transactions that you cannot physically do them. And you need to know that. And you need to believe that. And walk with that. There are some things it takes spiritual transaction for you to receive. And, and that is the case Manual. He's been waiting all this time. Amen. And so, when the angel appeared again, the man was so excited. So, let's cook something for you. Let's prepare something for you. And then, he said, no. Um, I, won't, I won't eat. Oh, we want to make a nice um, potter potter for you. He said, no. The angel said, oh, you don't like Ghana jollof? We want to prepare jollof with chicken. The angel said, no. Amen. But if you have anything, offer it to God. If the angel were to be demons, demons are false. So, they are fallen spirits. They will have accepted the offering. But the angel, the true angel, he said, offer it to who? God. He said, offer it to God. Now, let's look at 12. Manuel said, now let your words come to pass. What would be the boy's rule of his life and his work? You see, when the angel spoke to the woman, the woman was so excited. Just, I want to have a son. But you see, when the man came, now he asking for the details. What would be the rule? What is the assignment of that, my son? I'm going to give back to Amen. Everyone here has a summit. You have a place. God has assigned you. You are born again with a summit. You don't just come to sit in the church and warm the pew. There's an assignment for you. Amen. Verse 13. So the angel of the Lord said to Manuel, of all that I have said to the woman, let her be careful. Mm. Everybody say, mm. She may not eat anything that comes from the vine, nor may she drink wine or similar drink, nor eat anything unclean. All that I commanded her, let her observe. 
Then Manuel said to the angel of the Lord, Please, let us detain you, and we will prepare a young goat for you. Want to make some suya for you. Just imagine making suya for, for an angel of the Lord. Amen. And the angel of the Lord said to Manuel, Though you detain me, I will not eat your food. But if you offer a burnt offering, you must offer it to the Lord. Everybody say to the Lord. To the Lord. So, they set the altar and put the goat on as a burnt offering. And why the altar caught fire, the angel danced within the fire and went up to heaven, ascended to heaven. The man was so wow. Hallelujah. How can a mere offering make an angel of the Lord perform wonders? How can my giving work spiritual transactions? If you are a believer and you don't catch this revelation, it will be difficult for you to give. Everybody say difficult for you to give. Amen. Hallelujah. In Proverbs chapter 23 verse 5, cast but a glance at riches and they are gone for they will surely sprout wings and fly up to the sky like an eagle. Money is a spirit. Turn to somebody and say, money is a spirit. The reason why you can use money for spiritual transaction is that money, the Bible says, money can make wings and they can fly. They can fly. I remember when I was young, I think at the age of six, and I had a dream, and I believe some of you might have had a similar dream. I had a dream that money was raining, and I was gathering them, gathering them. I gathered a lot of money. It was raining money. And I gathered them, put them in sacks, and put my head on it, and slept. When I wake up, I started looking around for the money. I was looking at everywhere. And my grandma asked, what are you looking? I said, yes, ah, last night I had a lot of money and I'm looking for it. Amen. Money is a spirit. So if you don't treat money as a spirit, Amen. He will teach you. That's why when people get money, look at how they walk. Especially when you get some fresh money. 
You know, when you are walking, you walk with all confidence. But when there's no money, something is what? Missing. Hallelujah. Say money is a spirit. They make wings like eagle and fly away. Put your hands together for the Lord. God of miracles, signs and wonders, by stretching out your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. This book contains mind-blowing and incredible testimonies, healings, miracles, signs and wonders done in the glorious name of Jesus Christ through the ministry of Bishop Adiaminsa. He reveals the step-to-step -step approach about how to grow in the word of God, the levels of anointing of the Holy Spirit, and the power of faith to have miracles, signs and wonders in your life and ministry through the simplicity of preaching the gospel. God of miracles, signs and wonders is a must read. Grab your copy now. supernatural faith to raise the dead and jesus said as you go preach saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand heal the sick cleanse the lepers raise the dead cast out demons in this book bishop adamansa whom god has used to raise nine people from the dead shares his experiences and that of other men of god like archbishop benson idahosa Bishop Adiaminsah challenges young ministers how they can receive faith and the anointing to raise the dead and the dying. Supernatural faith to raise the dead is a mastery. Grab a copy now. Deuteronomy 14.25 Then you shall exchange it for money. Take the money in your hand and go to the place which the Lord your God chooses. You know, God was given instructions of tithe in the old days because they have only one central place of worship. And some would travel all the way from Tamale to bring their tithe here. And God was saying, for you to carry your tithe of gold, because you tithe in gold, you tithe in grain, you tithe in oil, you tithe in all things, make it money. You know, exchange that whether gold or the value of a gold or 
a, a grain into money. So, God approves that we should use money as a transaction in his house. Put your hands together for the Lord. So it's not wrong. Sometimes people think, ah, these days, church, we talk money, money, money. Making money is a spiritual activity. That the relationship between currency and God's favor spring forth from the Bible. The Hebrew language from which God's favor emanates is chin. There's a word called chin. Favor. C-H-E-N. Chin. Or C-H-E-Y-N. Hebrew word, chin. Everybody say chin. Chin. This word really means God's plan for human economic interaction. God knows that we live on this planet and we need money and economically we need to do well. There are some businesses that it will take money to handle them. So, money is important. Amen. Don't live your life as if money is not important. When you take God, you take your life, your life, you take your health, money comes. Because the Bible says, money answereth all things. Money answereth all things. You don't get money because you wish to get it. The Bible has put into place how as believers we can get money. People only know how to spend but not how to make money. All that they know is spend. And naturally children know how to spend. How many of you know that? Children know how to spend. They know how to spend, but not how to make money. But as they grow, you know, the rule changes. The rule begins to change. Point to somebody sitting by you and say, God wants you to have money. And it's interesting that the same word, chin, is the same word that is translated in the English language, quince, or quen. And the Chinese also have the same similar word that they call chin. They spell it C-H-I-E-N. Amen. So money is important. Proverbs 21, 16. The man that wandereth out of the way of understanding shall remain in the congregation of the dead. When you wander out of the way, you don't get understanding. You are in a church, 
and you don't follow the teachings, what the word of God says, you will remain in the congregation of what? The dead. That means, Obaya Antiyahu. So we need to know something about how to make money. And one of the ways is doing transaction with God. Everybody say doing transaction with God. Doing transaction with God. If you don't really understand how to do transaction with God, doing transaction with human beings will be difficult. It will be difficult. Because you don't know how to give to God. Let's go to the book of Haggai. Haggai is one of the prosperity prophets. They spoke about prosperity. Malachi is one of the prosperity prophets. Zachariah also is one of them. And Haggai. So if you read the book of Haggai, it talks about the economic situation. He talks about the prosperity of the people and how the people will prosper. Now, in the book of Haggai, I'm reading from verse 1. In the second year of King Darius, in the sixth month, on the first day of the month, the word of the Lord came by Haggai, the prophet, to Zerubbabel, the son of Shittai, governor of Judah, and to Joshua, the son of Jehozadak, the high priest, saying, you know, God spoke his word. When God wants to prosper his people, he will speak. It comes by the word of God. God will speak by his word. God will speak by his word. And you need to know that. Son that God can send a man of God to you. He will speak a word. Do this. Most often, you know, sometimes people grow and they become so knowledgeable that somehow when you speak, I, I could understand because of false prophets. They can manipulate. They can speak lie. That is true. But if you're also not careful, a true man of God can speak and then you will miss it. So God spoke to a governor, a whole governor of Judah and the high priest there. God spoke to them through the prophet Haggai. The governor could have asked, but who are you? He spoke the word of God. I can testify severally. People have spoken a word to and they obey and God turned it into their prosperity. Elijah met a widow who had nothing. The widow had not the last ration that she was going to eat and die. 
Elijah said, prepare for me first. Amen. So when it comes to the word of God and prosperity, you need to be very, very sensitive to the spirit of God. Sensitive to the spirit of God. One day I called a certain brother and I said, don't go out until it's so so and so time. And after a while, he called back. Uh, but why, why are you scaring me? I mean, I, mean, I said, no. I, I, this is what the word of God. I, I'm just speaking the word of God to you. He went out. Had an accident and nearly died. Amen. Amen. So me, when I speak the word of God to you, it's up to you. Whether you do it or not, it's up to you. I will never use the word of God to manipulate you for anything, for any gain. I'll just speak the word of God. Amen. Audacity of Faith is another faith blockbuster book from the Apostle of Faith, Bishop Matthew Adiamence's stable, and from the days of John the Baptist. Until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violence take it by force. Matthew 11:12. Bishop Adiamence reviews faith is a supernatural force higher than the natural force. Faith breaks protocol with check. Faith suspends natural law with immunity and provides exemptions. The book is full of super sensational testimonies of miracles, signs and wonders done through impunity, indemnity and immunity, audacity of faith. Grab your copy now. God of Miracles, Signs and Wonders By stretching out your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. This book contains mind-blowing and incredible testimonies, healings, miracles, signs and wonders done in the glorious name of Jesus Christ through the ministry of Bishop Adiamenter. He reveals the step-to-step -step approach about how to grow in the word of God the levels of anointing of the Holy Spirit and the power of faith to have miracles, signs and wonders in your life and ministry through the simplicity of preaching the gospel. God of miracles, signs and wonders is a must read. Grab your copy now.
one of my sons in ministry came to me with a, a very sad news. One of his pastors, they've been coming to me here, they've been talking. They were in prayer meeting. And then there was a prophecy that that pastor should not drive his motorcycle for three days. After the meeting, this pastor came out. He was so angry. And the head pastor was saying, you know, these are spiritual things. Now, I mean, well, I mean, me, I don't live my life in fear. This and that. He took his motorcycle. The, the wife said, didn't you hear the prophetic word? He said, oh. He just drove out. And so I'm here. Two articulator trucks were doing overtaking. And he was in the middle. One took the leg here. And another picked all the body. The pastor ran to me here. He was shaking. He's an apostle. He was shaking. Hallelujah. So the word of God came through the prophet Haggai. Verse 2. Thus speaks the Lord of hosts, saying, These people say, The time has not come. The time that the Lord's house should be built. Sometimes we sit down and say, Oh, it's not time. The prophet was speaking. He said, The people say, Oh, the time has not come to build a house of God. Turn to somebody and say, The time has come. The time has come. We need to build a house of God. And let, let me tell you something. I've learned something. You know, when you build for God, God will build for you. I said, when you build for God, God will build for you. When you build for God, God will not forget you. Amen. I met this man. Kawamoto's, when he was old, I don't know whether he's alive, but I met him. I think I went there with one of our Dickens here, and he was telling me his plans. He said, I built a church in my, is it Kukran to me or what? I built a church for God. Building for God. It is something that it should drop in your spirit. It's not just only fundraising. But sometimes you yourself out of your own way. You see Muslims, they build. They use their house and build for God. How much more you? Everybody say, build for God. Build for God. And God will never forget you. Amen. So thinking of building for God. So that we build for ourselves. And not God. Then the word of the Lord came by Haggai. The prophet saying. 
Is it time for you yourself to dwell in your panel houses and this temple to lie in rains? Now, therefore, that says the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. Everybody say, consider your ways. Consider your ways. When we were in uh, Takrade, there was a carpenter. Uh, <laughs> my wife and I know this carpenter. We said, your ways. We said, your ways. Consider your ways. God is saying, you want to build for yourself. How many of you want to build? You want to have your own house. You want to have your own house. Oh, how many of you? Almost everybody here. Even if, if you have a house, you still need a commercial house. I say you need what? That will bring you income. So one is not enough. And God said, yes, you are planning to build for yourself. You are planning to live in a nice house. How many of you want to live in a nice house? A house with swimming pool. Air-conditioned house. Amen. And so God is saying, you, you're planning that. How much more should my house be? Wasted. Lying rings. We must always think all that we we doing is good is temporal whatever god give our cars whatever is temporal but when you go there there are some of you your investment in heaven is need you don't pay tight you don't support the gospel you don't do any your investment is nil i know a man I can testify it up at Adebra. He's so much sown into the gospel, sown into the lives of pastors. He was all the time sowing. And I have witnessed in my spirit that he's living big in heaven. Put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. Build for God. Verse 5. Now therefore thou says the Lord of hosts. Consider your ways. You have sown much. And bring in little. Sometimes you work hard. You eat. But do not have enough. You drink. But you are not filled with drink. You clothe yourself. But. No one is warm. And he who earns wages, earns wages to put into a bag with holes. Amen. Just imagine a bag with holes. Years ago, I was going to buy something in Mokola. In my pocket, there was a hole inside. 
and the money I put in, whether I drop in the taxi, you know, and I went there with the confidence. Bargain. They gave me receipts. And when I put my hands into my pocket, the money was not there. Hallelujah. And that is why some, you, you had the confidence. You are working hard. You are making money. You see, you may be faithful and paying tight, but it doesn't end there. Build for God. I'm very, very conscious. Apart from whatever that I'm doing, facilitating, I also want to build for God. I want to live a legacy. Amen. I don't want you to come to heaven and you are living in a Paul's mansion and I'm in a, a heaven choco somewhere. No. That's why Paul said, as I pray to you, I also subject myself to much discipline so that after preaching to you, I should not be a cast out. Amen. So God is saying, verse 7, that says the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. You see that consider your ways, God has repeated it how many times? Three times. Talk to the person by you, consider your ways. Have you considered your ways? Consider your ways. Sometimes we complain, but you need to consider your ways. Amen. Go up to the mountains and bring wood and build a temple that I may take pleasure in it and be glorified, says the Lord. When we build for God, God will be what? Glorified. When we build for God, God will be glorified. You look for much, but indeed it came to little. And when you brought it home, I blew it away. God blows on your income. <laughs> because you are not building for God. May you build for God. I say, may you build for God. May you build for God. Put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. And that was the attitude of David. David at one point looked at his own house. He said, Lord, I live in a house of cedar. But you live in the tent. You brought me from the bush. Sometimes we need to remember where God has brought us. You see, people who don't look to the back are always ungrateful. They are ingrate. Sometimes you need to look back. You cannot appreciate your parents if you don't look back. You cannot appreciate your mother if you don't look back. You cannot appreciate your father if you don't look back. 
You need to look back. There are people, I know people who are great. It was their uncles who took care of them. Their uncles took care of them. Hallelujah. Supernatural faith to raise the dead. And Jesus said, As you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. In this book, Bishop Adaminsa, whom God has used to raise nine people from the dead, shares his experiences and that of other men of God, like Archbishop Benson Idahosa. Bishop Adaminsa challenges young ministers how they can receive faith and the anointing to raise the dead and the dying. Supernatural Faith to Raise the Dead is a must-read. Grab a copy now. Audacity of Faith is another faith blockbuster book from the Apostle of Faith, Bishop Matthew Adamance's stable. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violence take it by force. Matthew 11:12. Bishop Adaminsa reviews faith is a supernatural force higher than the natural force. Faith breaks protocol with check. Faith suspends natural law with immunity and provides exemptions. The book is full of super sensational testimonies of miracles, signs and wonders done through impunity, indemnity and immunity, audacity of faith. Grab your copy now. You need to look back so that you can show appreciation to God. Love God to the hill. Put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. So David sat down and said, Lord, I live in the house of Cedar. And you, God, You live in a tent. I need to change that. But God said, no, I'll not let you build. And even when God said, I'll not let you build, David went on to gather all the materials. Second Chronicle, let's look at 31. And Azariah, the chief priest from the house of Zodok, answered him and said, since the people begin to bring the offerings into the house of the Lord, we have had enough to eat and have plenty left. For the Lord has blessed 
his people. And what is left is this great abundance. Everybody say, great abundance. May you have great abundance. May you have great abundance. Hallelujah. You know, God is going to bless you so that you will have great abundance. Everybody say abundance. Abundance. You know, when you have great abundance, it means God has really blessed you. But that can only happen when you direct your transactions to the house of God. You know, when you direct your transaction to the house of God. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. First Chronicle 29 from verse 1. Furthermore, King David said to all the assembly, My son Solomon, whom alone God has chosen, is your and inexperienced. And the work is great. Everybody say the work is great. You see, if you are not part of the team that runs the church treasury, you may think, oh, I mean, but the work is great. Everybody say the work is great. The work is great. Amen. Because the temple is not for man, but for the Lord God. Now for the house of my God, I have prepared with all my mind gold for things to be made of gold, silver for things of silver, bronze for things of bronze, iron for things of iron, wood for things of wood, onion stones, stones to be set, glittering stones of various colors, all kinds of precious stones, marble slabs, so marble in abundance. Mar as for marble, how many of you want marbles? You see, David prepared our marbles. As for marbles, the end. It was in abundance. For what? The house of God. Because the work is what? Great. Amen. Five. The gold for things of gold, silver for things of silver. And for all kinds of work to be done by the hand of craftsmen. Who then is willing to consecrate himself this day to the Lord? Giving is consecration. When you are giving, you are doing what? When we are ordaining pastors, we do what? We are consecrating them. So giving to God also is a form of consecration. Now, you are consecrating yourself to give to God. Not to man. But to God. When you give to man, it's not consecration. You are giving. It's good to give to your fellow man. But when you are giving to God, it's consecration. A pastor started the ministry and he invited he invited a man of God 
to come and integrate the ministry. The place that they had was a bush. They had to clear the bush and they had to put in some things. You know, and one woman came. We look at what they have done. And said, no. It's a house of God. It should be something different. So this woman went. He had a property. He sold it. Brought everything. And within one week, changed the whole place. The man of God came to dedicate the place. And said, ah. But I know that this, your place was not like this. Who made it? Then the pastor said, it was this lady. And the man of God prayed. Said, may God also beautify your life. May God also honor your life. What is This woman, as I'm talking about, is an oil tycoon. And God has blessed him about it. You know, some of you have been reading the WhatsApp about Dan Kote. How many of you have read it? It's true. I was there. I was in Benin City. When T.L. Osborne and the wife came for convention and they needed to travel back to America for some emergency. So the Archbishop Benson Dahosa put them into the plane. When he got, you know, the Archbishop is a man of faith, very bold. The thing, some of the things God was using him to do is unconventional. The plane was full and was taxing. That story, I put it in one of my books. It was taxing. He asked the driver. The driver's name is called Sunday. Sunday, drive it straight to where the plane is. And just imagine the plane is taxing and the car also is meeting the plane. And he waved. And the pilot stopped. He said, Sir, can I talk to you? They let down the staircase. He climbed up. He said, I have men of God here. Can I have a seat for them? He said, no. The seat is full. The plane is packed full. And, and, and I can't ask any passenger to come down. It's on ticker as a pilot to tell a passenger that he should come down. And said, can I speak to them? He said, okay, come in. So he climbed. Hello, passengers. I have two choice men of God with me here. How many of you will give your seat? They need to travel to America. Some other people pretended they were sleeping. Then one man got up and he asked his assistant, 
to also get up. He left. He came out gay. So he asked him, who are you? He said, I'm called Dan Pute. What do you do? Oh, I'm to, I buy cement and iron rocks. That's what I said. Hey, young man. Africa will rise up for you. The world will rise up and salute you. You will walk over money. The man was n- nobody. In fact, he told us the story. Well, he told us the story. But I didn't know the name of the man. Today, though the man is a Muslim, look at what is happening. Because when you value the things of God, God also will salute you. May God salute you. May God salute you. May God honor you. Put your hands together for the Lord. Sometimes it comes. So like David. Out of what God you've given me. What do you have that was not given? What do you have that was not given? Thank you for watching Faith to Faith R. You're welcome to worship with us, Gospel Light International Church, next to Orion Cinema, in Chroma Circle, or visit any of our branches near you. Please call us for deliverance, prayer, and counseling. And you may order a copy of this DVD or books by the Bishop. Call 0261-984-098 or any of the numbers on the screen. If the Lord has touched you to financially partner us for this broadcast or scholarship for needy students as well as for rural missions, send your donations to Ecobank account, Gospel Light International Church, account number 0300 944 Ring Road Central Branch. We hope to see you. God bless you.